All right, folks, and welcome aboard Tuesday Night Edition Philip Ward Show. Well, today is the 897th day of slowing of the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 873 days left for every single one of us to endure. I tell you right now, John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, he's this big dude with this beard, goatee looking fella. He walks around wearing hoodies. He's got tats on his arm. He's like one of the cool guys around town, around Pennsylvania in the Keystone State. This guy might be Joe Unity Biden's absolute favorite politician. And the way he was talking today, oh my goodness. I mean, he sounded worth, believe that or not, he sounded worse than Joe Unity Biden. I mean, I was stunned when I heard the audio. And you'll never believe where it was. It was propaganda news CNN that was reporting on John Fetterman. Now, by the way, John Fetterman, a few months ago, and it's, it, it, you know, I'm not saying this to poke fun at him or anything, but he had a stroke. And if you're Dr. Oz, who's the Republican candidate in Pennsylvania, and you see, by the way, John Fetterman wants nothing to do with debating Dr. Oz. I mean, again, today, he pulled out of yet another debate in Pennsylvania. I don't think it's fair to the people of Pennsylvania to have a senator, well, if, if John Fetterman goes on to become the uh, senator from Pennsylvania, who pulls out of debates who you don't really hear from, and then when you do, he does his like best Joe Unity Biden impersonation. And if there's something that's medically wrong with him, is it, again, fair to the people of Pennsylvania to have a senator like that? If he is not capable, is if he cannot do the job, why wouldn't you vote for Dr. Oz? By the way, I understand that people have reservations about Dr. Oz, but at this point in time, when we're battling for our country and an all-important Senate seat is there for the taking in Pennsylvania, I think it's very imperative that we all get it. Well, if you're in Pennsylvania, that you get out there and vote for Dr. Oz, you know, especially if you're Republican or conservative. You know, I get it, but you know, I I think he's an electable candidate. You know, I thought he was a better candidate than uh, uh, Kathy Barnett in the Republican primary. Probably David McCormick as well. Either way, I mean, now he is the candidate. I, it's either Fetterman, who's this radical left-wing, crazy, whacked-out, socialist, weirdo dude who says some very, very awful things, or it's Dr. Oz, who's a Trump-endorsed Republican candidate. Anyway, we'll, I'll get into John Fetterman uh, and Joe Unity by a little later on in the program, folks. But we have to get to tonight is we have more breaking news surrounding the total politicization and the, quote, political infection that has now totally corrupted the FBI or what the Biden Gestapo, formerly known as the FBI. <clears throat> Earlier today, though, and this is again in the Washington Times, here's a headline here because I think what's starting to happen is the FBI behind closed doors is like it's starting to unravel. I mean, that that is literally an exact quote um, earlier today on Fox News. Uh, former Utah federal prosecutor Brett Tolman 
quote, the FBI unraveling they're in damage control as Hunter Biden probe agent reportedly resigns. Now, of course, that's Tim Tebow, um, who I'll get into momentarily. But now it seems as though that there are whistleblowers in the FBI that have gone above Tim Tebow. I mean, first of all, it sounds to me as though they were completely astonished at what was happening there the political bias where this guy tim tebow who has uh, he was i guess resigned i mean i guess that's the evidence we have now from the washington times he's sitting back he's got he's lawyered up now and his lawyers are, have put out a statement earlier today um cbs news Catherine harridge reporting uh on that i'll get to that statement momentarily um but he's resigned and he, he's like, he, now he says that he's retired. So I, something to me isn't adding up there. Um, you know, you have Republicans who are calling on investigating the FBI. Either way, the Washington Times headline earlier today, quote, allegations of political bias, widespread misconduct. Now get this. They've now, these whistleblowers in the FBI have now gone above Tim Tebow. And now they're targeting Christopher Ray. All the way up top to the top, the FBI director, Christopher Ray calling for his resignation tonight. Folks, this is pretty big news. This is pretty damning to the credibility of the FBI. Quote, rank and file FBI agents say they cannot see how FBI director Christopher Ray stays in his position after the Washington Times exclusive report about a senior bureau official stepping down under scrutiny for a suspected political bias affecting investigations. Now they're talking, of course, about what we reported on last night, Tim Tebow, where Tim Tebow, who was overseeing the Hunter Biden probe and the Hunter Biden laptop, which remember, the FBI had the Hunter Biden laptop as recently as 2019, didn't want to look at it, didn't want to investigate it at all. In fact, they wanted to close the entire investigation. Yep, really, there's a, ooh, nothing to see here. But let's go out to the Facebook and the Zuck. Let's tell him there's some Russian propaganda that infiltrated the 2016 election, even though we all know now that the so-called Russian propaganda that we had back in 2016 was, oh, funded by Hillary Rotten Clinton and her law firm Perkins Coie, who hired the opposition research group Fusion GPS, who hired Christopher Steele, the ex-British spy agent, to write the Russian Steele dossier, which was all lies about Donald Trump. Remember, Christopher Steele hated Donald Trump. After the fact, then Christopher Steele says, well, this was just said in, it was bar talk, and it was just said in jest. Even the subsource, Igor Danchenko, says, no, none of this is true. I don't know if any of this is proven. Remember, it was Jim Comey, FBI director, who went to Trump, President-elect Trump at the time, January 5th, or excuse me, 6th of 2017, after the Oval Office meeting with Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Unity Biden and Susan Rice and James Clapper and all these big prominent names throughout the country at the time, they say, well, there's we got to put something out there about it, you know, basically adding that that there wasn't that the election wasn't particularly fair that Russia for some reason must have hijacked the election and that there's all this propaganda that's going out there, Russian interference. Remember, Barack Hussein Obama wanted a report to be written about Russian propaganda infiltrating the 2016 election because, by the way, it couldn't just be the American people who voted for Donald Trump. No, 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 no. 
We can't have that. Hillary Rodden Clinton, she was the chosen candidate. She had to become president. Also, part of me also thinks that the FBI continued to do this as a way to get back at Donald Trump, way to get back at the American people who voted for Donald Trump. Uh, but anyway, then Jim Comey, the FBI director at the time, goes to Donald Trump, President-elect Trump, on January 6th of 2017. says, there's this dossier that's out there, but it's salacious and it's unverifiable. Even though, behind the President-elect's back, they were spying on his campaign. Spying on George Papadopoulos. Spying on Carter Page. Spying on Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. Spying on Paul Manafort. And what was, how did they, how were they able to get in there? Because they lied to the FISA court and said, oh, this dossier, yeah, that, this, it's all true. It's all verified. All nonsense. All political garbage. But anyway, this is probably some good news that we've had to report here tonight. Uh, Kurt uh, Swayzdak, lawyer and former FBI agent who represents whistleblowers at the FBI, said that agents have told him Mr. Ray has lost control of the agency. Christopher Ray should resign. Quote, I'm hearing from FBI personnel that they feel like the director has totally lost control of the bureau. They're saying, how does this guy survive? He's leaving. He's got to leave. FBI whistleblowers talking to Congress. Now, this is a very important sentence here. FBI whistleblowers talking to Congress about corruption and retaliation say in disclosures that Christopher Wray was often notified of the problems within the bureau, but never took any action to resolve them. That includes recent whistleblower disclosures to House Judiciary, Judiciary Committee Republicans about agents being forced or coerced into signing false, listen to this, coercing agents into signing false affidavits, claims of sexual harassment and stalking. Also includes fabricated terrorism cases to elevate performance statistics. I mean, this is insane what's going on at the FBI. Why should conservatives have any trust in these people? How do they possibly get their credibility back? Now, is one way Christopher Ray resigning from the FBI? Maybe. I'm not really too sure. I still have a lot of reservations about the FBI. That has been, I think, totally infected politically, as uh, Charles uh, Chuck Grassley, the senator from Iowa, puts it. FBI agents telling me, he says, uh, Mr. Uh, Suzdak, that is, they're telling me they've lost confidence in Ray. All Ray does is go in and say we need more training and we're doing stuff about it or we will not tolerate it. Well, it seems to me as though there's two systems of justice and Christopher Ray is a part of upholding these two systems of justice right now. There's one if your name is, I don't know, Biden or Clinton, where you can get away with anything that it is. And I think about Hillary Rodden Clinton, you know, Jim Comey. Well, she was extremely careless and no reasonable prosecutor is going to bring a case against her. Hmm, I wonder why that is. You think they'd disappear if they did? Or then if you're Joe Unity Biden or Hunter Biden, where this laptop that the FBI had in 2019 clearly implicating Joe Unity Biden and, and all of Hunter's business dealings, even though he says publicly to the American people, I had nothing to do with Hunter's business dealings. I've never discussed his business dealings. Really? 
mean, we literally have leaked audio. We have emails. We have Joe Unity Biden said, oh, I've seen the New York Times piece that's coming out, and I think you're going to be okay. I mean, how does anybody possibly believe any of this garbage and nonsense? And then you have the Attorney General, Merrick Garland, who comes out and he's saying to uh, people, primarily whistleblowers, because to me this sounds a lot like whistleblower intimidation, saying that uh, reminding staff about policies limiting contact with members of Congress amid lots of interest by members to pry loose the details of many high-profile investigations. I'll translate that for you. If you're a whistleblower in the FBI, if you're a rank-and-file FBI agent, and you actually want to tell the story of the political bias, the politicization, and the garbage that's going on at the FBI right now, or at the Biden Gestapo, formerly known as the FBI, you better watch yourself. You better, you got to be sure you know about our policies. We can't just go talking with members of Congress. Tell you right now, how many leaks, we literally saw leaks from the FBI director, Jim Comey himself. But that was okay. But if you're a rank and file FBI agent, no, no, no. We can't have these leaks coming out. Uh, like I said, uh, Brett Tolman, the former Utah federal prosecutor, he's saying, quote, it's no coincidence in my mind that you have the Joe Rogan interview with Mark Zuckerberg, the Zuck, that reveals that the FBI clearly made a connection of Russian disinformation in the Hunter Biden release. You then have some of the specific agents in question, like Tim Tebow, he says. Unfortunately, now, though, it's a little too late, he says. The FBI is unraveling, or perhaps it's in damage control. He says, uh, he said, uh, adding that Hunter Biden's investigation being undertaken by federal prosecutors in Wilmington now appears to be the subject of interference from the main Justice Department in Washington. Now, about this guy, Tim Tebow, uh, Catherine Herridge at uh, CBS News, by the way, Catherine Herridge, I, from everything that I've seen from her reporting, She's usually pretty straightforward, right down the middle, does a very good job at actual news reporting. She's got this statement here from the Tebow lawyers. Mr. Tebow voluntarily retired from the Federal Bureau of Investigation. He was not fired. He was not forced to retire and uh, I'm not asked to retire. On his last day, he, he turned in his badge, walked with two special agent friends through the field office, finishes pro uh, processing and paperwork, says we're going to set the record straight. Mr. Tebow was not involved in the search at Mar-a-Lago, either in its planning or in its execution. Now, I don't know how accurate that is. Again, do we really trust these people? He says, Mr. Tebow did not supervise the investigation of Hunter Biden, which, as confirmed by the FBI director on August 4th, 2022, is being handled by the Baltimore field office. In particular, Mr. Tebow was not involved in any decision related to any laptop that may be at issue in that investigation, and he did not seek to close the investigation. Why would we believe a single part of any of that nonsense and garbage? Tell you what, you I, I read it on this program because there it is for you. It's in the news. I'm telling you right now, I don't believe any of that. Miranda Devine actually um, in the New York Post, she had a uh, pretty good column. Now, this was back on August 10th. She says, she asked a question. It's pretty simple too. So then, FBI why is there no raid of Hunter Biden's house? She says, quote, 
Democrats and allied media have been high-fiving and backslapping on MSDNC and propaganda news, CNN, ever since the Mar-a-Lago raid. Magazine covers featuring Trump in a photoshopped orange jumpsuit behind bars. They're already in the works. She says, no one is above the law, they chortle, unless you're a Democrat. She says, as far as uh, Joe Unity Biden and Merrick Garland go, they haven't even attempted to reassure the American public that this isn't a political hit job. They don't care that half the country, which polls show, heard me before, Rasmussen reporting, believes that the FBI has become the Democrats' personal Gestapo, the Biden Gestapo, formerly known as the FBI. They don't care about the political firestorm they've ignited because they think they can control the corrupted institutions that have all the power. By the way, yeah, Joe Unity Biden, all of a sudden, here's Joe Unity Biden who's praising the FBI. Now they care about, by the way, have you seen the Democratic Party try to pivot, try to use the FBI and say, well, now Republicans and conservatives, now they're attacking police and we want to fund the police. What they mean is funding the FBI. They mean funding these, these obviously politicized characters such as Tim Tebow or Jim Comey. I would argue Christopher Ray at this point now. They want to give them more funding. Why? So that the Democratic Party can continue to go after their political opponents, i.e. Donald Trump. Quote, uh, Professor Nicholas Giordano, ex-catastrophic planning official in New York State's Office of Emergency Management, says they don't even hide it anymore. At this point, why do they have to hide it? Because no one's held accountable. It's indisputable that when Democrats do wrong, there are no arrests or charges. They're handled with kid gloves, yet everyone in Trump's orbit gets charged. He says, why are they recruiting people uh, from Trump's orbit to investigate him? It's like they are surveying him again, like it's the Russian collusion. Total hoax, which, again, that's exactly what this is. This is all Russia, Russia, Russia 2.0. Why is that, though? Is it because they truly don't want Donald Trump to run in 2024? I mean, if Joe Unity Biden defeated him in 2020, why do they need more help? To defeat him in 2024, you know, Joe Unibody got 81 million votes. We're really led to believe that. I don't know. Anyway, he said they wouldn't care, though, if uh, they, they would have to care about Hillary Clinton's private server and missing emails. You know, he says for the feds to, to suddenly claim that they care about classified documents, they'd have to care that former FBI director Jim Kobe and deputy di- for, uh, FBI director Andrew McCabe lied to officials and disclosed classified information says they would also have to care about Hunter Biden's laptop and the identity of the big guy. But we know how that is, folks. Of course they don't care about anything like that. In fact, with Joe and his uh, semi, you know, calling MAGA Republicans semi-fascist, you have here MSDNC, Propaganda News, CNN, Democrats largely defending Biden's semi-fascism comments. And now all of a sudden, you're going to have Joe Unity Biden give this give this primetime address in Philadelphia on uh, on Thursday about the, the battle for the soul of the nation. Oh, really? And then Joe uh, tweeting earlier today, the extreme MAGA Republicans have made their choice to go backwards full of anger, violence, hate, and division. We've chosen a path, a different path forward. The future. There it is. Unity. Hope and optimism we choose to build a better america and to sort of piggybacking off barack hussein obama yet again 
uh, you know, I want to radically transform America. So Joe, by the way, was in Pennsylvania today, and he, t <laughs> you can't even make it up. He's talking to Pennsylvanians, and he says, we got to elect Josh Shapiro as senator. Uh, Joe, Josh Shapiro is running for governor. And then he says, we got, this is an exact quote, too. This is one of, my, one of my favorite Joe Unity Biden quotes. Then he's talking about John Fetterman, the guy, the bald dude, the goatee who runs around in a hoodie and tattoos. He says, we got to elect John Fetterman as governor. Well, Joe, he's running for Senate, and he actually, he actually calls John Fetterman, we got to elect that big old boy, he says. That big old boy, John Fetterman. By the way, John Fetterman, who is just a, a, a left-wing, radical, Bernie Sanders-type socialist. He said, oh, and then he says, that, how about this one, right? Quote, I'm against voter ID because poor people and people of color are less likely to have their ID. I'm like, that's, that, that just, that's got to be racist. He also, by the way, wants to let out one-third of prison inmates. I mean, that's that's pretty nuts there in itself. Um, and then, all of a sudden, you know, this guy's afraid to debate Dr. Oz. He was asked about it. Quote, uh, are you afraid? There was a, a voter in Pennsylvania. Are you afraid to debate Dr. Oz? Doesn't say a single word. Then you get this weirdo wearing glasses, typical nerd. Says, just, just keep walking. And he says, well, are you going to debate him? I mean, he's offered five debates. Like I said, earlier today, we found out that he pulled out of yet another debate and i wonder why that is because like i said joe unity biden might have a favorite politician in that big old boy john fetterman tell you what folks listen to this and if you didn't know it was john fetterman you can't tell me it doesn't sound like like good old joe unity biden fetterman was on message but often halting in his speech and occasionally dropped words mid-sentence you be running from answering questions and propaganda that that folks that was on propaganda news cnn we got a the unit what i mean is this guy and the question should be asked dr oz should be asking the question can this is this guy physically fit well he's not physically fit he's that big old boy as joe talks about him. oh by the way did you see big old lizzo who was on, uh, what is it, MTV, VMA, whatever type of awards that they had on there, talking about voting rights. I mean, it's like, what it, What does that woman know about voting rights? By the way, she looks really healthy for, you know, imagine her being a role model out there. But this John Fetterman, if he's not physically up to the task, how could Pennsylvanians possibly vote to have this guy be a senator, let alone his radical socialist policies? I'm telling you right now, folks, John Fetterman would be a total disaster in the Keystone State. That's why you know, conservatives, they've had their reservations about Dr. Oz. But at this point, it's Dr. Oz or it's a radical socialist 
Bernie Sanders in a hoodie type guy. I mean, if I was in Pennsylvania, I know which way that I would vote, folks. And I don't even think that that I'd think twice about it. In fact, I know I wouldn't. Anyway, today is the 897th day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 873 days left for all of us to endure. Thank you. As always, for listening to the program, folks, it is never a bad day to be an American.